Merry meet everyone. It's wonderful to um, be back again for another um, astrological update. Um, there's several things that I want to talk about, and this one is going to be fairly shorter than the last two, and I'm so sorry for those, but there's just so much going on, and there's so much that I feel that it's good to know. It's good to have a heads up on what energies are going on so we know how to work through them. Um, we know how to do something about it, so to speak. So um, we are in a very crazy, busy a time of our um, year. And there's a lot of it, there's a lot of energy that's going on that will be going through uh, to 2024. Uh, we're getting ready to have that um, a lunar eclipse in March and then the big total solar, solar eclipse in April that'll bring the next X across. Remember in August of 2017, that eclipse that came across America this way, well, now it's coming the other way. So um, those energies are getting fired up for that. Um, so... For right now, though, I will give another video that gives like a highlight of what's going on, what we can expect for 2024. Um, it is going to be active. It is going to be, um, you know, we, we are in the midst of change right now. So, um, you know, it's to be expected, right? We're in, a, we're in the midst of change. So um, there's a lot of potentials right there's a lot of things that are being done there's a lot of possibilities and um that is one thing that is going to be highlighted very much so so for right now though we're getting ready to have our last full moon of 2023 and that will be on december the 26th it will be in the sign of cancer with very emotional waters that's home and security um it's about our feelings, our emotions, um, and safety. It, it's very much about our safety. So before we get into that, I want to cover uh, some aspects that are taking place. Um, began, um, let's see, last week, and I'm going to take it into the end of the month. Um, so as I told you in the last videos that October and November was very active. December is going to slow down a little bit. Um, it's going to be it's it's going to be more um, it's going to be calmer than those months, I should say. So this is preparing us and gearing us up for the energy of 2024, um, and that will be fast 2024 energy will be fast and eventful um and there's going to have some drama we're going to have some drama in 2024 of course you know what would life be without drama right and um this is this energy is going to be of 2024 is going to be one that is full of um revolution and rebellion and, you know, we just got finished having the winter solstice, uh, Yule, on the 20, uh, the 21st. And, you know, that was very, um, that energy was intense because Venus was doing an opposition to Uranus at that time. So it is, um, Venus is feeling too restricted. She's in Scorpio right now. So she's going through that, um, uh, 
you know, that, that dark part, she's going through her shadow and she's working through that. So she's seeing what she wants, what she doesn't want, what she needs to release. What is no value to her anymore? Is it, you know, that's where we're getting, we're getting into our life. Is this really something of value to me? Is this something that will help me in future? Look in the long run, is this really going to help me? Not for right now, but let's look at the years down the road. So um, that is, to me, that's very, that energy really struck, uh, stuck out to me and, and it had me really paying attention to things in my life as well. So we began last weekend on the 20th, on the, the 16th, um, the sun had a wonderful uh, trine with um, Eris as well as the North Node. Now the North Node is where we're going okay and Eris is the sister of Aries um she is about war but she's also about just it is about just and truth um justice is in there too and that will also they will also be having a square with Neptune so this is some very interesting energy and um because it is about revolution and when we have neptune involved it connects us to the spiritual aspect of it um you know venus um iris i'm sorry iris is about truth justice fairness and freedom and when somebody is she's about having a a fair and just society um, and we're seeing right now in our world that that's not happening. There's people that are committing crimes, you know, actually doing things against the law and not being punished for it while you're seeing people who have not being punished for things. So you're seeing um, an, an, the, the scales of justice are unbalanced. And Iris is a little dangerous because she has nothing to lose. So she goes at it. She's very fierce. She will not let up. And, you know, until we have that fair and just society, especially with her being right with the North Node, this is our future. This is where we're going. Um, it's not going to be, um, we're not going to settle or she's not going to settle for um, well, they have power or they have money so they can do what they want. Um, you know, they have all of these, these, all this money backing them. That's not going to be good enough. That is not fair. And that is not just. So um, we are seeing, um, we are very much seeing right now people being punished for things they should not be punished for. And those that are doing crimes, not being punished, being able to walk free. So she's going to have her say in that Neptune with, with, you know, Neptune involved here with the square, you know, when we're squaring, this is something that this is like, um, we can't move here. This is something we have to face. So this is bringing about a spiritual revolution. One that's saying that this isn't even spiritually acceptable of what's going on. And we, we see that with the North node, again, this is about our collective future. So this is something that is bringing minds together and saying, 
this has got to stop. This is this and so forth has got to be um, dealt with. So as you know, you know, in our world, I can see more and more people that are spiritually waking up. They're like, wait a minute, this isn't right. These things that are being done are not right. So we're having that spiritual moment to where it's time to step up. It's time to, we're saying this, this, wait a minute, we need to really check this. We need to really look over this because something is off here. And you know, and it's going to be uh, touching us. It's going to be touching with sovereignty, having sovereignty over ourselves, taking our power back, not looking for power out, you know, not looking to gain power from outside of us, but learning that that power is within us. So on the 18th, Mercury, um, who is retrograde, had a beautiful trine with Jupiter, and it will repeat again on January the 19th of 2024, remember Mercury is retrograde. So he will go back and then um, and then he will come back and meet up with Jupiter. So we can see that when he met with Jupiter, there's this big opportunity or this big thought, big idea, something like that um, came to us or he offered it, Jupiter offered this. So he's Mercury's having to think about it for a little bit. He's having to travel back. He's having to go look and, you know, look at his past. He's learning from his past right now. And he is, you know, he's trying to think about the future, the the impact of what's going to happen. You know, many times we we make decisions and we do things that for right now is fine, but we don't understand what the impact will be a year or two down the road. We don't see a bigger picture. And this is a part of the spirituality that is happening with Neptune is saying that, you know, this is fine for now, but what's going to happen for our great grandchildren? And maybe you don't have any children, but what's going to happen for, you know, the future uh, humans for this planet? What is that? What is going to be the outcome there? Because that is going to be something that is, um, we're going to have to consider. We can't just say, oh, this is good for now. What is the impact? You know, just because you can do something doesn't mean you should do something. We're looking at the welfare of, of humanity. And that is one thing that, you know, we have to step outside that. Yes, we are, we are fixing our inside. We are drawing the power from the inside, but I'm not talking about on a, um, that conceited kind of level of what's good for me and no one else. Because what we do personally, the decisions that we make impact the greater and that is what we have to realize. So, you know, taking that, you know, stepping up a little bit and, and you know, having that little, a spiritual evolution to understand that, you know, what you're doing ripples. So we have to think about that. We have to think about where are we going? You know, where are we going in this? Where do we want to go? Jupiter is always back the big, he wants bigger and better, right? The bigger idea. And, you know, with Jupiter in Taurus, this is bringing us down to earth saying, okay, bigger and better, but this has got to be practical. This has got to be realistic. 
we can't be living the pipe dream. It's it's not a pipe dream. We have to bring it down to earth and we have to be realistic. We can't, it's like, it's like swapping one bad habit for another. Okay. It's like wonderful. You stop smoking, but now you have a drinking problem. <laughs> it's that sort of thing. You have to see a bigger picture for it. It can't be just right now. Um, a lot of us are being hoodwinked into a false security. And again, this is where that Neptune comes in too, because he is about an illusion, you know, being delusional. So we have to look at this and we have to make sure that these goals that we are setting are going to be bet better. It's going to be bigger and better, but also achievable and realistic. Um, and this will also, you know, this is um, Taurus. So this is going to um, go into the area of material things, uh, the earth, what happens to the earth, agriculture, food, also the things that we get from the earth, the other things, you know, oil, um, all of those things, you know, we can't swap one bad habit for another bad habit and think that that's progress. That's not progress. If we want to evolve, we have to do it realistically. And, you know, unfortunately, those things do not happen overnight. Um, so, yeah, we are looking, when we talk about earth, we are talking about all of the earth, everything that we, we get from the earth, from food to other natural resources. On the um, 19th, Mercury and Uranus um, had a little uh, connection there. So um, it was a, um, a semi, a semi conks, I do believe. Um, and this is, uh, it's, it's wanting us to have more truth, but also rebellion. That's what Uranus is about. Uranus is, um, I wasn't expecting that to happen. He is our surprise. So that is about rebellion. That is about stepping up. Uh, Mercury right now is in Capricorn. So this is about the truth coming out. Capricorn, again, is an earth sign. So that's bringing out more stability. Um, this could be some shocking truth that's coming out. Um, and it could be connected to the stock markets, it could be connected to food, you know, anything that has to do with earth. Okay. Um, and I want to talk about Mercury being retrograde a little bit. Uh, I know I discussed it a little bit on my last show, but I want to go over just a little bit more. Um, everybody dreads the, the Mercury retrograde, but this is needed in our world that we live in, we have light and we have dark. We have this polarity. So I do feel that, and, and many people feel these retrogrades are very much needed because Mercury has such a fast energy. He wants us, he just plows forward and you don't have time to process what's going on in the meantime. So when he is a retrograde, it allows us to process those things, to go back over, to reconsider it, reprioritize all the re's. So this is a good thing. Um, 
And the interesting thing about Mercury is he has this little dance that he does with retrogrades, which is such a blessing for us. It's such a, it's such a gift for us. So, you know, for 2023, we're going to close that out with Mercury being retrograde. Okay. Now, I want to bring you some clarification on all this. On December the 12th of 2023, Mercury stationed and began his retrograde motion at eight degrees of Capricorn. Okay, remember that. Now, in the beginning of 2023, okay, that is the exact degree that he stationed direct. So at the beginning of 2023, we had another Mercury stationing direct. And where he was then was at eight degrees of Capricorn. So he's picking up where he left off. So this is very good. So, um, you know, he is, he's doing this, this nice dance that Mercury does to help us say, okay, well, I did this, but wait a minute, there was something that happened, there is something I missed, and I need to go back and pick that up. We need to reconsider this again. Um, the thing here is about being flexible. Um, it's about, um, you know, the thing of it is, you know, this time of year, many of us actually say we commit to obligations that, you know, we, we commit to going places and get togethers that we really don't want to do. Right. So the good thing is this offers us an out too. And, you know, um, things could be, uh, change, uh, plans could be changed. Um, you would have to be flexible. Maybe you were going to have dinner at 12 or, or lunch at 12 when we call it dinner sometimes in the South, but, you know, then, you had to change it to have, you know, a later, maybe you need to meet up at five instead. So it's about being flexible, being understanded. Um, you know, um, I have heard of the Indian, Indian astrologers um, stating that not to do anything, not to sign any contracts, not to do anything like that uh, during Mer Mercury retrograde. But, you know, that can be, that sometimes is impossible in our world. So, they say that because when Mercury retrograde, um, things may not be as they seem. That's why we need time to process. Remember, when we're going so fast, we're not allowing the unfolding to see in what's going on. Mercury is flying, right? He is flying forward and he's not seeing what's going on. You know, it's just everything's like this, right? So he's, but when he's retrograde, he's going back a little bit and he's like, wait a minute. I don't remember that being there. I don't remember that being said. I don't remember agreeing to that. So this is the energy that I'm talking about. That's why it's it, they urge you not to do that because there's there's the fine print. There's always that fine print, right? So yeah, I mean, there is something that we re should reconsider at this time. Um, Mercury will um, retrograde back to 22 degrees of Sagittarius, and that is um, when he will and he will go direct on January the first or second, depending where you are in the world, um, in 2024. 
So in Capricorn, we're going to be looking at our obligations, those things that are expected of us, those things that we should do, you know, those ties to the outside public. Um, you know, it's all about obligations. And, you know, he is also asking us to look at our intentions. When we are obligating ourselves to something, what is our intention behind this? Is this because we think that this is something that is good for us? Um, something that we should do um, or not? Are we doing it because we want to do it? Are we doing it because it's in alignment with what we believe to be true, what we want to do, that sort of thing? Capricorn has some very serious energy and you have to be careful because he is all about obligations. He is all about your responsibilities. You take care of what you need to do and that's where you need to focus on. And Sagittarius mm, is very different energy. So Capricorn is where we have to get the things done. And we have to get finished. But Sagittarius, um, we want to be opened up to different opportunities. Whereas Capricorn wants to be more focused, Sagittarius is about, well, what about this? It's like having an open mind. You know, we just, an open mind is wonderful. It just can't be so open that your brain doesn't fall out. And this shows us where we have been taking things too seriously. So, you know, looking at our life and we can do that. I, I can, I can take things a little bit too seriously. I know that I can do that. So when he ventures back in Sagittarius, it's like, yeah, we need to lighten up a little bit. We need to lighten up. We need to learn how to have some fun again. We need to learn how to, um, live for the sake of living you know how many people they um they they're just so focused on work all the time it's just like their life they get up they go to work they go home and and you know <laughs> rinse and repeat right so Sagittarius is like hey you're here in this life and you're here to experience life this is what you're here to do is experience life in all of its different facets no one said that was all going to be good. No one said it was all going to be bad. It was saying we're going to have to experience this and how we work through this. Um, Sagittarius is about, you know, doing what gives us life, what brings us joy, what makes us happy, you know, rekindling that fire. And um, uh, Sagittarius is also link, linked to higher learning, such as college or a trade school, um, taking a class to get better at what you're already doing, that sort of thing. Um, remember, you know, Sagittarius is about that higher knowledge. So it's about stepping up, making yourself smarter, so to speak. And um, when, when we're in Sagittarius, we're learning, we're gaining that knowledge. And that prepares us to when we move back into Capricorn, because that is about application of what we have learned you know you've heard me say before knowledge is not power it is the application of that knowledge that is power that is it and that is what capricorn is is for he is wonderful for that 
but then, you know, it, it, you know, Capricorn is about putting that hard work to use, but when he's going back into Sagittarius, maybe he's reconsidering something. Maybe he's saying, you know what? Maybe there's something that maybe I'm, ha maybe you're having second thoughts about what you're doing. You studied to do something and now you move forward and you're like, well, wait a minute, this isn't really what I want to do. This isn't really what is in alignment with who I am. So, um, you know, maybe you're doing things that take away from who you are, you know, like a way, this isn't me. I, I'm not being able to, I'm not being able to be me. I'm not being able to do what I want to do. So, you know, it, it's saying that, you know, it's, it is saying that you need to look at what you're doing. Is it taking it, uh, is it taking it, you away from you? It's time to recover now. It's time to reconsider this. On the 27th, Mars and Mercury will be conjunct at the galactic center of um, at 27 degrees of Sagittarius. So that is very important there. This is about, um, and then they're going to, um, then they're going to be having a square with Neptune. Okay, so this is, this is bringing in some of that spiritual energy too. And I want to add that Neptune will continue his square with the galactic center um, basically all of next year. And, um, this is really showing us where, um, it's, it's really allowing us to tap into that higher wisdom. Um, Mars is, I am, it is his, I exist. And this is some higher learning. And where do you exist at? And it's tapping into Neptune, allowing you to tap into that higher spiritual energy, or a lot of people like to call my, your higher self. It allows you to really tap into that energy and really think that, is this, am I really going the way that's in alignment with who I am? Mercury is really being the messenger here, and he is really helping us translate this energy. Um it's about, you know, he is translating that higher consciousness energy from that Neptune is offering us. So, you know, helping us so that we can use this to go forward. Um, this is the type of energy that sharpens the mind. You know, this is making, you know, mentally stimulating, mentally turning you on, so to speak. But um, I will say that with with Mars, you know, you have to be very careful about how you respond to things. Be careful with those knee-jerk reactions. You don't want to do those. Um, what you say at this time can impact you in the future. So you have to be aware of that. Um, you know, your words can come back to haunt you. Remember that. On the 20th, Venus opposing Uranus, um, is really intense because, you know, she's, she's being, she's looking at those things that she thought was of value to her at one time. And she's seeing that, you know, maybe I need to, maybe I need to change things a little bit. Maybe I need to, um, reevaluate, reevaluate what I have put value in and, uh, reevaluate of what I've been putting value in. Um, this is very transforming energy. Um, you know, Uranus is going to add some intensity. Uh, Uranus wants freedom and Uranus is also about 
I wasn't expecting this. So this could be something that could be brought forward to you that could be very shocking. So we need to consider that. Also, it could be a something that maybe was manipulating you. Okay. Something that was manipulating at a time. And, you know, um, you want to break free from that. Maybe something that has really a lot of control over you. And you're just, you're just, um, you know what? I have put so much work into this and this is really not allowing me to be who I am. And it's time for me to step free from that, cut myself loose from that. Mars will also have that quincunx with Uranus. So this is going to be um, demands for individual freedoms. Um, this is very <laughs> rebellious energy. Um, the moon will also conjunct Aries on that day. So um, I'm sorry, will conjunct Eris in Aries on that day. So again, more rebellion. It's about freedom, fairness, fairness with society. What's good for one group of people is good for another. So if you're going to punish this person for this, then you also need to punish that person for that. It is holding people equal in that um, in that um, aspect. This is very independent and it's about sovereignty over the self. Um and sovereignty for others. On the 21st at 10.27 p.m. Eastern Time, the sun moved into the earthy sign of Capricorn, um, and thus the winter solstice begins. Um, there's a lot happening, just as I stated before, about independent energy, and I covered this at the beginning, but this is rebellious energy. This is rebellious energy that's bursting forth. It's almost like trying to keep the lid on the cauldron and when it's boiling, right? All of that's boiling up and it's popping that lid, right? So this is um, winter solstice is known as the longest or the darkest night. So it could be uh, fighting some darker aspects to gain to gain our, our freedom. We could be having to go down into those depths and and fight those um, and fight those things that kind of keep us chained from our freedom. Remember, this is the birth of the sun. So after the winter solstice, the sun will be gaining its energy and gaining its strength and he will be getting stronger and stronger. So that aspect is going to be getting brighter and brighter. Uh, on the 25th, there's going to be a trine uh, with Venus and Neptune. This is going to bring some beautiful energy that's well needed, uh, very romantic and sensitive energy. And we really need that energy right now. It's also going to be a good time to tap into your intuition and to, um, you know, that spiritual side of it. You know, Venus is love, and beauty and and happiness and that sort of thing. Um, in Scorpio, that does offer a spiritual aspect. It is a spiritual aspect. It's allowing us to really connect on levels that are very deep and um, and intense too. So yeah, so let's take a look at our full moon in Cancer. Uh, the Cancer full moon will take place on December the 26th at 8 um, eight, I'm sorry, 
at 7.33 p.m. Eastern Time, so you will need to adjust for your neck of the woods. Um, this full moon on the 26th at 7.33 Eastern Time will be at 4 degrees of Cancer in 58 minutes. We would normally just round that up to 5. Um, this is also when Kwanzaa begins, so blessed Kwanzaa, everyone. I do know I have a friend that celebrates Kwanzaa, and I hope that she watches this, and I hope that she has a beautiful Kwanzaa. Um, every full moon is when the sun is opposing the moon. Um, so this is our, um, it's like our father and our mother. It's our father, our action, what we do, our, our force with our emotion, with what we feel. Okay. And I do want to add, and I added this in the other, other, um, updates that this is the third full moon of six full moons that we are going to have within five degrees of the sign that they're in. Five degrees is all about change. It's all about that transition. Um, now, um, I mentioned on my last show that this is a very strong energy of completion. Um, so, yeah, that's what full moons are. Full moon is a completion. And it's going to be extra strong because cancer rules the moon. Cancer is at home. Um, the moon is at home here. So they're able to um, ex just be themselves, you know, like you are when you come home, when you come home, you're able to take off your shoes or pants, whatever, get comfortable and just let it all out. Right. You're ready to be. It is a place where you can be you. So this is the same kind of energy. It's going to be very nurturing energy. It's going to be sympathetic, empathetic. Um, it's going to be about being with your family and about being around those things that bring you um, that bring you uh, safety. And that family doesn't always mean blood. This could be your friends. It could be. It is about gathering with others that um, where you're able to be yourself. That's very nurturing and very satisfying for you. Um, the sun is about our economic security, too. And because it's in Capricorn, uh, Capricorn is related to our economics. It's earth. It's material. And the moon is about our emotional. So this is about, you know, looking at our economic security as well as, well as our emotional security. Um, there is a series of sextiles that I want to talk about that's happening during the full moon, and that is with the sun and Saturn, which is really bringing us some very stable energy at this time is very much needed. Um, the The sun is in Saturn's home sign, so, um, you know, he's being a nice guest there, and um, that is bringing very supportive energy, even though that Saturn is in Pisces, it is bringing, um, it's bringing order to um, the orderless, okay? Saturn will also have, and I have to be careful saying this because of, um, of, of different platforms getting caught on this, they'll have another, um, I'll say a beautiful meeting, a very helpful meeting um, with Jupiter. And this is going to be looking at our economic aspect as well. So as well, so we could be looking at our financial security and the future, the long term. 
uh, when we think of earth signs, it's about not right now, not what's good for, you know, now and maybe a month or two. It's about what is going to be good for a year to five years from now. Um, the moon and Jupiter will also have that beautiful meeting and that will be bringing some beautiful, expansive energy in this. So this is very fertile energy and it is about creating something for the future that will not only be happy and satisfying for us, but it will bring us security and it will bring us that emotional stability that we need. This is all about those things that cancer craves, that stability. Um, the sextile represents a 60 degree aspect. Okay. And I have to be careful saying that word because it does get flagged, believe it or not. And that means that each of these are 60 degrees apart from each other. So this is nice flow energy. The number six is about a give and take of energy. Okay. Um, so um, this is um, Saturn again is offering us that um, stability. Jupiter is about expansion and um, Jupiter and Saturn there. It's about expansion with caution. It's about, yeah, go ahead and go ahead and go for it. But make sure that when you leap, you're going to have some ground to step on. Um, Saturn just wants you to be prepared. He just wants you to make sure that you know, you're going to have what you need when you need it because, you know, things happen. You can't throw caution to the wind all the time. We can't rush into things. We have to let them, you know, uh, unfold on their own. This is, uh, I see this a lot, especially um, with people in the spiritual community. They want to rush into things. Uh, with my new students, they want to go from A to Z overnight. And, and honey, you can't do that. Number one, it it wouldn't be good for you on a mental you know, on that mental standpoint, but two, you're missing the whole experience of the ride. It's about the journey. Again, you're here to experience life. So, but with this aspect also, we don't want to rush into something that we are going to regret later. So um, be cautious of that. The sun is trining Jupiter. So, um, you know, it's really, it's saying that we need to look higher. We need to, you know, um, make our consciousness look higher as not stay here, but look, look at higher. What is going to be better than this? Not, not just, you know, what can I get, but the higher version of it, the more spiritual version of it, the bigger idea that's going to be beneficial for all. Um, it's about having a higher conscious vision, realizing the impact of your decisions and this is about being responsible too. I see so many people say, well, we need to have self-responsibility and yet they show none. Um, you know, this, there's a lot of hypocritical stuff that I'm seeing out right now. And it's really, it's sickening. Um, if you're going to do something, you, if you're going to say something, you can't just turn around and just, um, you know, just kind of um, what the word I'm looking for. You can't say one thing and then do another. You know, you can't say this and then say something else. It just contradicts what you just said. And I see that a lot. But again, this is about having a better future, not just for yourself, but for society. It's looking for bigger and better things. And um, it's about um, 
really expanding, really expanding that on a conscious level. Uh, now, I will say that um, one of the things that is is in play here is uh, Fomalhaut. And that is one of the fixed stars I spoke about. This is one of the royal stars. It is, um, and people say that it's associated with the um, angel Gabriel, but I don't, I'm not that angel person. Um, I see Fomalhaut for who she is. I'm not, I'm going back to who, who exactly she is. Fomalhaut is con is uh, connected to um, the Assyrian universal mother goddess, Atargetus. Atargetus is a goddess that represents fertility, bounty, beauty, and love. Um, this is of a of a spiritual nature. She helps us swim down deep into the darkness and to face our own fears so that we may rise above and be stronger and be happy and, you know, release that part of us. Now, for those of you that have not read or listened to the myth of her, um, her myth states that she fell in love with the immortal shepherd, I'm sorry, with the mortal shepherd named Hadad, H-A-D-D-A-D, Hadad, -D -D -A -D, Hadad. And with him, she had a beautiful daughter who then became the queen of Syria. Um, she was responsible for the Babylonian gardens. You may know, you may have heard of those. <laughs> um, but a targetist seemed to accidentally cause the death of Hadad. And she depressed her so bad. It hurt her so, so much that she threw herself into the water, but she was so beautiful, uh, the water would not allow her to die. So then she was transformed into a mermaid. And there is your first mermaid story. Um, she is where the, the mermaid stories begin. So this beautiful goddess is offering us this, um, you know, offering us her life-giving waters to help us during this time, um, to help us heal through our emotions, um, seeing us through our darkest times, finding that within, stop looking outside of yourself for savior, for love, for um, verification, for any of that. Stop looking outside of that and look within you. The kingdom lies within. So it's so that we can begin to love ourselves. We can be more of ourselves. We can see our own beauty. We can begin to live a life in beauty. This is bringing us into our own light. And this is this wonderful energy that this beautiful goddess is offering us. And this is, so this is very spiritual placement. Venus with, is with her. So this is very, very spiritual right now. And what's more intriguing is that Jupiter is at the degree where we had our lunar eclipse on the 28th of October this year. So this full moon is about releasing what we thought we had security in. 
and allowing us to take a new step forward into a higher version of yourself. Uh, this could be considered um, with your finances as well, uh, because Jupiter is in Taurus. So this is about our material stability. Um, you know, eating materials about our food as well. Um, I don't talk much about my journey, but I've had a journey of, of, you know, really taking control of my health and learning to eat for my health and not just for um, the satisfaction of eating. It's learning to, I'm treating my body like a temple and feeding it with those foods that it needs. And it's amazing the changes that my body has overwent, the, the transformation that has happened within that. Uh, we are being transformed into that higher version of ourselves. And that can mean our, um, our health. It's about, you know, stepping forward. You know, what are you, what are you wanting to become? I wanted to be healthy. I wanted to have a healthy body. I wanted to have, um, I want to, I want to stay here a little bit longer to be with people that I love, not being dependent upon medicines to keep me healthy, not being dependent on these things, but learning how to eat, to feed and to heal my body. So this is about our state of being, uh, which means being self-sufficient. Many of us are not self-sufficient. You know, um, this is about having autonomy, not depending upon other things, about knowing who you are and becoming resilient in that. Um, using your being um, grounded within your inner power instead of looking for that power in the external. Um, and this is exactly what astrology has been telling us to do for a while. Chiron is getting ready to station direct into Aries, which will magnify his energy. Uh, Chiron is where we have our our original wound. Okay, this is where our this is what we have to heal for this lifetime in order to transform our lives. So. Um, it is about turning that wound into leadership while it's an Aries because Aries is I am, I exist. So Chiron in Aries, for everyone that was born in between, um, let's see, February of 1969 through March of 1977 has Chiron in Aries. So this is your Chiron return. Okay. Um, so with Aries being I am, I exist, the original wound would be grounded in that concept of feeling that you don't belong. Maybe you you were born feeling like you didn't belong here, that you know you didn't belong in your family, you didn't belong in this planet, and so forth. Um, so I exist is the original wound. So how can we transform that uh, into leadership? How can we use that uh, to become the leader of ourselves, the leader of our lives? Now, while the Chiron is with the North Node and he's been with the North Node, it's going to be about the collective healing of the world, of feeling I belong, of so many people that are different and they feel like they don't belong. 
this whole idea of conformity of everyone has to be the same is absolutely ludicrous. Everything in this world is different, yet we are all connected. That is the beauty of it. We are all connected in this web of life on this planet. We are all one in that aspect, correct? But we are all uniquely individual with our own energy expression. So we belong here just as, just as much as the blade of grass belongs here, just as much as Joe Schmo down the road belongs here. <clears throat> and I will say um, this collective healing, this is about moving from the victimhood consciousness into the victorhood consciousness. This is about taking your power back. Stop being, stop listening to people tell you what you need and you're, oh, you need to take this. You need to have this. No, do you know? No, 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 no. You know, I can see, and, and I see this with a lot of older people right now, and I have friends that have older parents, and including myself, they're taking medications that they don't even need. There's not even, why are they taking this? Well, I don't know. I mean, it's for blah, blah, blah. Well, they don't have blah, blah, blah. So why are they taking this? Well, they have to look back in their records, and they can't even tell them why they're taking that medication. But yet, they're taking it because somebody told them they needed it. Why do you need it? Again, what is the impact? Why? You don't just take something. You always question. You know, I've always encouraged my children, always question. Questioning is not a bad thing. Question is how we find answers. That's a good thing. Now, this coming out of victimhood consciousness into one of sovereignty is very much going to be um, focused into um, next year, because we are having that solar eclipse on April the 8th of 2024, and that's going to be at 19 degrees of Aries. Um, and Chiron is going to be conjunct that solar eclipse. So that's going to be really magnified energy there. Um, this is this is about the collective energy coming out of that victimhood state saying, no, I'm going to question things. I'm going to take sovereignty over my body and I'm going to do what is healthy, what is healthy for me and what is in the best, best um, options for me. It's about standing up for yourself and saying no more. No more will you be blindly led, you know, like sheep, you know, to slaughter you're not going to be blindly led. You're going to step up for that. Um, another, an interesting note here is that the dwarf planet chaos is going to be conjunct the full moon. And chaos represents the uniting of heaven and earth. It's about bringing them together. So this is really good. Um, this is really good energy, especially for those of you that practice as above, so below, the hermetic principle of that. Um, this is about bringing that together. And this is realizing the, can, the kingdom, that heaven, the kingdom of heaven lies within. And I also want to add here, because we can't leave Pluto out, because he has been such a, a big prominent energy in our, um, in our astrology. He is right now hanging on to 29 degrees of Capricorn, and this is considered that Hail Mary degree. Um, so this could mean more shadows that are being shown. 
Um, Pluto will be in Capricorn until January. And then, um, you know, then he will move forward into Aquarius. He will move back into Capricorn uh, September, October, and November of 2024, where he will go retrograde again. And then he will move forward out of Capricorn into Aquarius, and he will not return to, to Capricorn for another 240 years. So um, this is important because this can be a desperate attempt of the top-down um, top structures to keep the status quo. Capricorn represents governments. It represents all of those places of that have power, that can that have power over others. Okay. So we could see some of that last Hail Mary there, like a push for that, and then going into when he moves into Aquarius, that is power to the people. When Pluto is in Capricorn, that's power to those structures, okay, to those top-down power structures, those structures that have power over people. So in Aquarius, it takes that power to the people. It's like, no, it's enough. But then when he comes back, you're going to see some very, and, and it's very interesting that this is going to go into America's election time, those months, September, October, November. So you're going to see a big push into trying to keep things as they are now to feel that status quo kind of thing where the top those top structures keep power over people and restricting freedom so you can see more of that <clears throat> um so this energy can lead to extreme and this is not just the extreme on one side this is extremes on both sides remember we're in a world of polarity so um, as he moves into Aquarius, this is going to change and the energy is um, going to be very intense because we're going from that top to power to those top down uh, structures to power, you know, those governments, places that have power over people, um, those entities that have power over people into Aquarius where the power is going to go straight to the people. So this is a very interesting time, folks. This is very strong energy. It's very interesting. We are in transition. Um, this is a very fertile time. Um, these things are happening. These things are going on. Um, you know, and, and uh, something that we need to consider. Another thing here I want to say is that at... Um, at 29 degrees of Capricorn, that's where Sedna's at, the fixed star Sedna. Remember, she's the Inuit goddess um, that, you know, um, I said this story before. It's um, her father wanted to marry her off. She wouldn't do what her father wanted her to do. Okay, let's look at the symbolism. She would not do what her father wanted her to do. Her father wanted her to get married and do those things that are stereotypical for a woman. She gets married, she has children, she does that. Well, she didn't want to do that. That's not what she wanted to do. So he took her out in a boat in a storm and threw her out of the boat to, you know, to drown her, to kill her. And she tried to hold on to the boat. And as she was holding on to the boat, her father chopped her fingers off. And of course, those fell down. And those became the 
Um, I can't remember. Anyway, basically, he everything that she tried to hold onto that boat to save herself, he chopped it off and all of her pieces fell to the uh, bottom of the sea where they all became the sea creatures. So um, this is about letting go of the past. And with it being the father, this is really connecting me to that. And I hate to say this, the, the click word here, the patriarch top-down structures, that of um, more of extremity. It's about us really having to release the old. This is releasing the old outdated and embracing the new. So we know this change is happening. So what are you going to do with it, right? What are we going to do with this to focus it in a way that's going to be one of a higher consciousness, one that is of, 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 of elevating, of spiritually evolving? And I think we're seeing this in people uh, and more and more people because uh, we're now in a place in our world where these wars are not needed. These wars are, seeing, are being seen as outdated. And it's very interesting how some of these wars are happening with that old um, power structure, the old of how things used to be. This is a shift in energy of letting go of that old and embracing to a new higher um, spiritual consciousness kind of thing. So very interesting folks. And I am going to end um, the video there. I hope you like my ambiance. I wish that we could be together around a real fire and talking about all of this stuff that's going on, all these different energies and, you know, really connecting to this. I wish I could do that, but you know, here we are. So I have this have a little fire. Oof. So <laughs> I hope you enjoyed the astrology and I wish you all a wonderful holiday season. Uh, no matter what you celebrate, I wish you love. Um, and no matter what you're going through, a lot of people, this is very hard for a lot of people. I completely understand. So I offer you love. I send you blessing of peace, of abundance. And I hope that the new year brings you the very, very best. I love you all. Thank you so much for watching. And I will see you maybe next year. I don't know. Maybe I'll do a little something something before uh, we enter into 2024. I do need to talk about the cards, the numerology, and bring about um, the year that we're coming out of into the year that we're going into and look at those astrology cards and really go in depth with that. I want to do that and then take it month by month and talk about this numerology and talk about the um, the corresponding um, major arcana tarot card that it goes with. So I think that's going to be very exciting. So I'll see you next time. Many blessings, everyone.